Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Our heart's desire is for everyone to go to heaven. So we're praying today for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman, in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now and in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now and in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit, Father, to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus Christ, reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed. We come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Father, they would humble themselves before you. They would repent of their sins, receiving Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, you get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're praying for every demon-possessed, demonizing captive to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And Father, if your people to receive and to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we believe, we receive, and we just say thank you in Jesus' name. And also, Father, we love the Jewish people. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray, Father, the scales and blinders would fall off their hearts and minds and they would see, Lord Jesus, that you are their Messiah, Savior and Lord, and they'd be born again. And also, Father God, we pray for the, giving them a complete and total victory, Father, in this war they're in. Allow them to completely stop and, if necessary, destroy Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, any country that tries to come against them and destroy them, Father, take them down, and if necessary, take them out. Give them complete and total victory. We agree they have complete uh, covenant right to all the land of Canaan. Father, we curse the two-state solution. It's from the pit of hell. Uh, the Palestinians have no right to any of that land because, Father, you gave it to the Jewish people, and we agree with you, Father. So destroy that two-state solution, and, Father, give it all to your children. And, Father, whether this is the Psalm 83 or the Ezekiel 38 war, we know you're going to give them complete and total victory. And, Father, even though we have illegitimate leadership in our country, Father, see that America stands behind Israel, Father God. We cry out to you for that. Because, Father, as we bless Israel, we're blessed. As we curse them, we're cursed. And we know that it can be national replications because of that. So, Father, give them victory in the war. And, God, heal those who are wounded. And, again, Father, protect your Jewish people. We love and we bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, also, there's a lot of things going on in the United States, so we need to 
pray a little bit more. You know, uh, I've told you about what the interview between Sid Roth and the prophetic voice of Chris Reed, how the Lord has revealed to him there are 12 sleeper cells in America. They are ready to do terrible, wicked things in America. And again, because our borders have been open, there's been over 7 million people come through illegally. And so uh, they're planning on bringing destruction to America. But again, God has revealed it so we can pray and, and see these things stopped. And again, there's other things we need to pray against too. So that's probably the most pressing one and to get our border closed. So let's agree right now. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. <clears throat> we thank you for prophetic voices that hear your voice. Thank you for the revelation that you've given us about those 12 sleeper cells in America ready, Father, to bring mayhem and destroy people. Father, we're green. You're going to show law enforcement favor that you're going to expose these 12 cells, Father, and they're going to be caught. They're going to be captured. They're going to be driven out of this country. Father, if law enforcement won't listen to you, and we know sometimes they won't, then, Father, Send your mighty angelic host to drive them out. And then also, Father, we're reminded in, Israel, uh, in uh, the Old Testament that sometimes, Lord, the enemies who would come against Israel, and Father, again, the United States belongs to you, you would literally send the enemy into derision and confusion, and they would kill each other. Well, Father, if that needs to be the case, let it be so. But Father, stop this great evil and protect this country and restore it back to one nation under God. And that's you, Heavenly Father the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, you've warned us through dreams also about the digital currency, Father, that Joe Biden and the Fed are trying to do to bring forth the one world government. We agree, Father, you're destroying their plans. You're sending them into confusion and derision. They will not be able to come into agreement. They would fight among themselves. And you'll literally raise up millions of people to cry out against this digital currency. And Father, we're agreeing together there will be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church. And also, Father God, you'll have millions of people raised up to cry out against it, Lord Jesus, so it'll be stopped and be no more until we're out of here. And we thank you for it. And yes, Father, please secure our borders. Father, you expect people to, to secure their borders, but Father God, because we have wicked, evil people in leadership, Father, they're allowing all these people, pedophiles, drug dealers, sex traffickers, prisoners, people who are desperately sick, and again, terrorists to come through to destroy America, and they're doing it intentionally, Father, because they hate America. Well, Father, get them out of the leadership and secure our borders, please, Father. And we're just asking you to do that in Jesus' name. And also, Father, please protect our power grid. Please protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Father, don't let it, any terrorist attacks take out the power stations. Protect our food production plants. Don't let them burn down any more of them. And also bless our farms to produce bountifully that this year we'll have enough food to fill everyone in America and be able to send food elsewhere also father we cry out to you for this and we agree for it and also father god we are we stand amazed at the wicked one who has come against your servant donald trump and his family conservatives and christians father you have reminded us of the book of esther father we trumps the conservative christians father we are your mordecai's we are in agreement that, Father, you will continue to watch over us, protect us. You will provide for us abundantly. And, Lord, just like with Mordecai, you're going to even promote us in these evil times, and we're going to fulfill your eternal purpose and plan and destiny you have for us. 
And Father, these Hamans, you know who the Hamans are. As they would continue to try to hinder us, destroy us, or even kill us, we agree, Father, just like in the book of Esther, you're going to hang them in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And we thank you for it, Lord. And we agree in Jesus' name. And Father God, don't let them put any more mRNA material into our food, water, plants, and animals. Stop that wickedness. And also these chemtrails, Father, in the sky. They're trying to pollute our air, and then it comes down and pollutes our land. Father, stop this great evil. Don't let those planes fly, Lord. Stop them now. And Father, we just agree together for all these things. We thank you for answering this prayer, and we give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Like I said, we could just pray the whole broadcast, <laughs> but we want to do some Bible teaching. We're going to talk about healing, the covenant of healing. Did you know healing is, is part of the New Testament covenant? All right, let's begin in Jude. I have a great-grandson named Jude. He's the sweetest little boy you've ever seen. Jude, verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. And again, the word faith here, I mean, it can mean faith in Jesus, but really this word faith is talking about the body of truth that makes up the word of God. People would come against the Bible. They would say there are mistakes, there's errors, and you can't believe what it says. It doesn't mean what God said it says. You know, uh, <laughs> is that out there? Oh, mercy. Okay. But we, the believers, the true believers, born again, spirit-filled, we are to earnestly contend for the faith, the body of truth that makes up the word of God, which was once delivered unto the saints. And we're going to be contending for the healing uh, uh, covenant and doctrine we see in the Bible. In fact, let's just go across the page real quick. Third John 2, he says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mightest prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul prospereth. And you know, if your mind will emotions and you're walking in the mind of Christ following the Lord Jesus, it's a lot easier to stay healthy. But if you're all messed up in the head, that's going to affect the rest of your body too. But let's get into it. Is, is healing part of the covenant of the New Testament? Well, let's just go to the Word of God. You know, in Isaiah 53, in fact, Isaiah 53, probably in trying to lead a Jewish man or woman to the Lord would be a good Old Testament chapter to get, show them the picture of Jesus here, because it is talking about Jesus, and you know that if you're a born-again believer. But in Isaiah 53, it says, He is despised and rejected of men, talking about Jesus Christ, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Okay, verse 4. Surely he, Jesus Christ, has borne our griefs. Okay, that word there, interpreted griefs in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew, other places in the Old Testament, is interpreted sicknesses. Keep that in mind and carried our sorrows. That same word in the Hebrew, other places in the Bible, is interpreted pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. And we'll prove this here in just a minute. 
but he was wounded, Jesus Christ, for our transgressions. Aren't you thankful that he did that for us? He was bruised for our iniquities. Another good word, lawlessness. We are rebels, okay? The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Now we can have peace. Thank you, Jesus. And with his stripes, notice it didn't say blood, by his stripes we are healed. Okay. So the stripes of Jesus were happened. You know, you, you, do you take the Lord's Supper? Oh, the fruit of the vine, the blood. Oh, yes, the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all sin, covers and protects me. I overcome Satan by the blood. But why why this unleavened bread? Why, why do I need to receive that? Because that represents Jesus' broken body. The healing, the diseases, the pains. He took all upon himself. Just like with his blood, he took care of your sin debt. With his stripes, you're healed physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. He took that all upon himself at the whipping post. And the word of God says, by his stripes, we are healed. Now, again, I told you something, and you may not have anything to do with the Hebrew, but notice when we jump to the New Testament, the New Testament allows us to see that, yes, that is right. Let's jump to Matthew eight sixteen and 17. When the evening was come, they brought unto him, that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, many that were possessed with demons, as we have explained before, this Greek word is daimomenzomai. It means possess, but it also means, can, can mean to be under the influence or attack of a devil. Okay. Christians can't be possessed, but they can be demonized. And I, I tell you testimony after testimony on that. But we're not dealing with that. And he cast out the spirits with his word. So Jesus was casting demons out of people right and left, okay? And I love this. And healed all that were sick. There were no unlucky ones, right? All means all, okay. Now, why did he do this? Oh, I love the word of God. Verse 17 that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Oh, that's what I just read over there in Isaiah 53, 3 and 4. Oh, so this casting out of demons and people getting healed doesn't say anything, anything about anybody getting saved. But the very ministry of deliverance and healing that Jesus did, God said, Matthew 8, 16 and 17, was a fulfillment of Isaiah 53. And let's continue. Let's read the whole verse again, verse 17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself, that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he took our infirmities, let's expand that, personal weaknesses and distresses, and bore our sicknesses, which includes pains and diseases. So even before he went to the cross and the whipping post, he, because he was going to do that, he was healing all, casting demons out of all, because that's one of the things he came to do. That's why 
the unleavened bread representing the broken body that was he was sick so you could be healed and he went around casting out demons healing the sick because Isaiah said that's part of what Jesus does for you and I okay now again remembering Isaiah I just read by his stripes we are healed well let's go ahead and jump to 1 Peter 2.24. Again, talking about Jesus. In fact, let's just start verse 21. For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps, who did no sin. Jesus is and was perfect. You understand that, right? Neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Verse 24, we see both aspects of salvation in verse 24. Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Now see, this is a wonderful verse to share with people who are lost and unsaved to say, see, when Jesus was dying on the cross, he literally was taking you and I's sins upon himself. Through shedding his blood, giving his life, he was paying for our sins so we could be forgiven. Let's go back and start again. Who his own self, Jesus Christ, bore our sins, put your name in the blank, in his own body on the tree, of course that's the cross, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. Well, that's part. Uh, well, I don't want to get into that right now because we're focused on healing. But we are righteous now that we're saved. Okay. But it doesn't stop there. By whose stripes. Oh, back to that Isaiah 53 again. By his stripes you were healed. And Isaiah says we are healed. But Peter is looking back to what Jesus accomplished at the whipping post and on the cross. Oh, by his stripes you were healed. It's already been paid for now. You have a right to be healed because Jesus took all those sicknesses, pains, diseases that have ever existed or will ever exist. And by those stripes ye were healed. You can be healed by Jesus because he already paid for it, just like you're forgiven by the blood of Jesus when you repent and receive Jesus, and that blood is applied to you, and you're forgiven. You become a new person, a creature in Christ, and, and you're born again from above. But he also cares about your not being demonized and about your sicknesses. That's why the unleavened bread... That's why you have a right to be healed because Jesus just didn't die for your sins. He paid for your sicknesses at that whipping post. Do you get the picture here? Okay. So healing is not only the responsibility, but the right of Christians to enter in. Now, also, the Bible lets us know when it comes to sickness, disease, and demonization that Jesus came to stop that. Not only did he just go around healing everybody, notice in the book of Acts, Peter is speaking, and here's what he says about Jesus. 
Acts 10.38. How God, God the Father, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, which should be true about every Christian, <laughs> who went about doing good, and notice this, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So God gives us this understanding that when Jesus was doing this healing and deliverance, it was because those people who were sick, who were demonized, were, according to God, oppressed of the devil. So the devil's behind all this sickness, disease, and pain. And Jesus came to heal all that were oppressed of the devil. Go back to Matthew chapter 8 and just read Matthew, all the healings Jesus did. Okay, but not only that, let's go to 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. We looked at 3 John. Let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. The Word of God declares, He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. Okay, bad devil, right? Okay. For this purpose, oh, okay, purpose. For this purpose, the Son of God, that's Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is the Son of God, okay? Need to tell that to the Muslims was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Oh, Jesus came and through his death, burial, and resurrection on the cross and taking all those sicknesses and demonizations upon himself, attacks of Satan, he came to destroy the works of the devil. So all those things are works of the devil, and Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, and he paid for it legally at the cross and on the whipping post. But that means sickness, disease, and pain are works of the devil, not from God. Do you get the picture here? Okay. So God wants you well. He wants you healthy. Also, he does it. He wants you not to sin, but again, because of the world, the flesh, and the devil, we have to make a decision to not sin, bring every thought captive to be in Jesus Christ, because we are still tempted to sin, and if you're honest, you do sin. But it's not God's fault. And yes, the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all your sin, but you're still supposed to repent of your sin. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, you're to say no to sin. Because sin was defeated on the cross, right? And yet you still struggle with sin. Okay? Same thing with sickness. Jesus paid for all sicknesses and diseases to be healed, but yet the devil still attacks you through sickness, disease, and, and tries to demonize you, okay? You have the victory, but it's not automatic. Do you automatically not sin? Be honest. Of course not. You have to walk with Jesus, put on the whole armor of God, fight the good fight of faith to not give in to sin. It's a battle, and yet legally it's been paid for through the blood of Jesus, just like the healing and deliverance through the stripes of Jesus. So the stripes and blood of Jesus has provided everything for us to have a healthy, strong, uh, blessed life. When the devil, the world, and our fallen flesh is coming against us to get us sick, sinning, 
and just again through the devil try to destroy us but we're not to let him do it do you get the picture here another good picture we have you know just showing how often that that sickness is not not always but many times sickness is because of evil spirits we see that here in in Luke chapter 13 we'll start verse 10 and when he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. Now, again, that's a demonic spirit, a spirit of infirmity. Eighteen years. I've been attacked by that before. Okay. So I know how real it is in 2023. Okay. And was in, bowed together and in no way could lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto him, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. In other words, get out of there, devil. And he laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. You see, the Pharisees had made all these religious rules, and now they're trying to tell Jesus what he can and can't do. Religion is a dog. Do you understand that? You need Jesus, real Christianity. Okay, you get the picture? Because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, Are there not six days in which men ought to work? In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord then answered him and said, Now again, he's talking to the religious leaders. Thou hypocrite. You see, Jesus called them serpents, hypocrites, snakes. You know, if you're talking to a snake, call him a snake. Do you get the picture here? Okay. All right. Thou hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? Now notice Jesus gives us the full diagnosis right here. Verse 16. And ought not this woman be a daughter of Abraham? Again, a woman who's in covenant with God, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound Oh, it was a devil. It was the devil. Lo, these 18 years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. Hallelujah. So Jesus says, this is a demonic spirit. Doesn't matter what day of the week is. She needs to be set free, laid his hand on her. The devil got out. She stood up straight and she was healed. And her physical sickness was nothing more than a demon, a spirit of infirmity. When the spirit was out, the woman was healed. That's who Jesus is. That's what Jesus does. And you want to know some good news from the New Testament? Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And do you know it was never supposed to stop? What did Jesus tell us in the Great Commission in Matthew, uh, Mark 16, 17? And these signs shall follow those who believe in my name. Again, the authority Jesus gives to believers. They shall cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So Jesus paid for us to be forgiven set free and healed all found in the blood of Jesus and the broken body or stripes of Jesus so when you take the Lord's Supper remember hey 
Jesus already paid for my sins. I don't need to keep sinning. Jesus already paid for all my sickness and, and pains. Sickness, get out of here in Jesus' name. Jesus' stripes have healed me. Not will heal you, have healed you, but you have to enter in by faith. But the greatest miracle is being born again. Are you ready to meet Jesus? We're in the last of the last days. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want your sins forgiven? Do you want to trust in Jesus? Pray with me now. Dear God, I see it. I believe and understand that I'm a sinner. I believe and understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again, that his precious blood has washed away my sins. I come to you, Lord Jesus, as a sinner. I repent of all my sins. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart and to be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give myself to you completely, both now and forever. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.